0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk, back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series after Arsenal have lost 5-0 at Manchester City um, in what was arguably one of the most predictable results that you could ever imagine, quite like the week prior. Arsenal are far and away absolutely underprepared for the Premier League season and any hope of even a... I was going to say top six, but I'm tempted to say top half finish at the moment in time looks exceptionally far off. Yes, three games is all that it is. But if you remember, we played a promoted team on the opening day of the season and looked utterly second best. Today, we looked like a Sunday league site uh, in comparison to the champions, which, considering who we are, still takes some quite a bit of doing. I, I am, I mean, you guys know that I was done Uh, after Villarreal. I said, my opinion on the manager has changed from that point. It had always changed and has persisted to change. And we've had debates. We've talked about this on the channel. I've talked to people that are still willing to keep the faith. I've spoken to people that are not willing to keep the faith. None of the points raised by the other uh, sides to, to my point of view have convinced me and nothing I have seen so far this season has convinced me either that I should be, you know, changing my mind about the manager. And to be honest, I don't see, ironically, despite no change in my opinion, I don't see a change from the club. I don't see a change from what's going on whatsoever. I don't see them taking responsibility or accountability towards this. And I imagine that this will persist. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I think this is just going to continue, unfortunately, which is just, it is wrong and it is not what a club of Arsenal's size should be doing. When Antonio Conte, whether you think he would join us or not, it doesn't matter. When Antonio Conte is sitting looking at clubs to join, Arsenal are of a size that they should be able to attract him and we should be doing absolutely everything in our power to sign a coach that will take us forward and will improve us and progress us from where we are because frankly what we've got as a squad is a lot better than what is being shown i'll go through some of your thoughts your feelings your comments and more in just a second but there are a number of things that we need to address to back up this position today was a gimme for city and to me it was a gimme for arteta anything from this game was a bonus i said absolutely and i went in this game into this game knowing that anything other than a loss was unlikely but when you go and you make the decisions and the selection choices the managerial decisions the substitutions and some of the players decisions which then reflects upon the manager and the technical director's decisions to keep them it will come back and it does point the finger At them, just going through initially the selection. I wanted a back three, I got a back three. I was happy about that. I'm fine with that fact. Look, I'm not going to criticize the formation, the formation I thought was fine. But when you are putting Kalasanach, a player who we all agree, I don't think there was a single Arsenal fan that ever expected Kalasanach to play another Premier League game in an Arsenal shirt. Maybe those that are a little bit more tuned in and are less optimistic, but I'm sorry. Kolasinac starting in this game is a joke. It is an absolute joke. I can't put it any more bluntly. He should have been gone. This is the guy that wasn't good enough and not good enough for for relegated Schalke. Sure, they couldn't afford him to bring him in. I don't think they would have wanted to bring him in, to be honest. He was part of the reason they still went down. His performances did not keep them up. Kolasinac is not of the required level for Schalke, let alone Arsenal to to play him not only as a left centre back, which he is not. He is a do you remember when we used to say that Kalasanac doesn't work as a left back in a back four because he's a wing back? Well, why on earth do we now think he works as an even stranger position in the team? We would say now nah, he suits that left wing back role way more. He can't defend. Oh, you know what's a good idea? Let's throw him, let's throw him into the centre back role, because that makes a lot of sense. All the while having Pablo Marie on the bench, a guy that Arteta himself decided to invest in this summer. Sure, Pablo Marie got turned inside out against Lukaku. It's Lukaku for starters. But the point the fact of the matter is, is Pablo Marie is a natural centre back. He's also left-footed. And I think would suit and appreciate and probably, you know, benefit from the additional help that he would get from those alongside him. You've also got the situation where Arsenal went into the game against Manchester City in the FA Cup semi-final, playing a 3-4-3 system with players available to them that could have played. We could have put Tierney at left centre-back, holding at centre-back. We could have put Maitland-Niles at left wing-back if we wanted to. The choices were there in a system that has worked against City. But not only that, we had Sambi Laconga, who I don't know about you, but is my standout player at the start of the season without a shadow of a doubt. The absolute standout player in the first two games. He has been a breath of fresh air to this team with his energy, his progression, his vision, his passing, his mindset. Everything about Sambi Lukonga, I want to see in every single Arsenal player. And yet again, another 21-year-old is leading us forwards. And yet, still, he's dropped. And not only is he dropped, he's not dropped from Mohamed El Neni, he's dropped for Martin Erdegaard. Now, I like Martin I don't get me wrong. I don't like him as a number six. And he was playing him alongside Granite Xhaka as one of the ta- most tactically strange choices. Although I say that, he was pretty much playing in the number 10 role for most of it, because guess what? That's what his position is, which meant it left Granite Xhaka alone, as a lone player, the only defensive-minded central midfielder in the team at the Etihad. It is staggering that these selection choices are being made you've got and all the while it being in replacement of our standout player of the first two games cedric being picked at right wing back cedric is a very average footballer very very average and not only that he was responsible for a a marginal onside call against chelsea because he was out of position and again he was again guilty of being and catching those players onside in the Man City goal as well. Twice, Cedric costing Arsenal goals through his poor positioning in a right wing-back role, no less. Not the right-back position. Like He's got an excuse to be further up the pitch. Why is he still playing players onside? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. We could, And what frustrates me again is the fact that after the match, there wasn't accountability. There was finger-pointing. After the match, we went from, let's be accountable for our actions, poor team selection. I got the decisions wrong. I got the team wrong. Oh, no. We're going to point a finger at the referee for the Laporte situation. We're going to point a finger at the referee for the Xhaka situation. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. I may agree with you that if you're going to give a foul on Kalasanac for his you know, hand on Jesus later in the game surely you have to rule out the second goal. But we're not going to do that because, frankly, it's rather embarrassing to try and come up with excuses as to why we lost this game because City were winning this by a hatful no matter how many goals we had fortunately ruled out or not. Then we go to Granite Xhaka. Now, I'm going to hold my hands up here. I'm going to hold my hands up to you, which with a green screen looks strange. Um, I, I, I tried to make sense of the contract renewal If you are, I understand also not accepting 9 million quids. I get that. I was like, okay, look, we're extending him. It's only a year extension plus an option year. I kind of get that. But the the problem is, look, I'd resigned myself to losing Xhaka. I really had. I'd like, I'd made peace with it. As far as I was concerned, he was gone and we were bringing someone else in. And at the same time, while I appreciate everything that Granite Xhaka does and his passing, his progression, things I talk about myself. We need better than that. We, You know what you're going to get from him. That's his fourth red card, I think, for Arsenal. We know how many errors he makes leading to goal. So I'm sorry <laughs> that I tried to make sense of the contract. It's what I do. <laughs> it is what I do. I try to make sense of the decisions that the club makes through my own blind optimism sometimes. But you know what you're going to get from him. And that was just a classic Granite Jacker out of control, red card. And I think it was Xiao Cancelo who was on the end of it. If Xiao Cancelo had planted his foot prior to there being contact, that could have been a leg-breaking incident. And I was staggered to see the amount of people that felt it wasn't a red card. I really did, because it is one of the most dangerous challenges you can do going into foot. And it's reason why players' careers get ended is because of challenges like that and he was right to go and what on me again we're still going with these criticisms by the way i will get your comments that at 2-0, you know, 2-0 is a scoreline in any other game. You'd be like, okay, you know, we got a chance to come back from this, whatever. We we didn't. We were against City and we were awful. We didn't have a chance. But tactfully, if you are a manager and you've lost your only defensive-minded centre mid and your only centre midfielders that are left on the pitch are all number 10s, as in Saka, Smith-Rowe, Urdegaard, Saka can play, whatever. doesn't matter. Attacking players, you don't bring on the sub then. Why are you not reacting in that moment? Why is it captain hindsight all the time? Why did we not bring on El neni or Laconga in that moment? It made no sense, no sense whatsoever. At the end of the day, I'm just looking at my notes now because I know that there were. Uh, I know there are other issues. The Abamyang substitution for Lacazette. What well, does that change? Absolutely nothing. There is no reason for this to continue. We can all talk about we're missing Ben White. We're missing Partey, and they are it really. Like, it is two players. You can say when we didn't play Laconga, Gabriel could play two. But, you know, I don't see it's getting any better based off those players, really. I don't see the patterns of play. Gabriel and Partey are available during the second half of last season. And whilst our form improved, when you look into the results, a lot of things were still very, very wrong and still were very much part of the Villarreal issues. This ain't getting better. It, it, it's, just, it's just not worth it's just not worth it anymore. In any big club, any the, any club, <laughs> I don't like it. Saying to a big club, any club would move on from this right now, and I just don't see that happening. Let's get your thoughts and your comments, your queries, your questions in the chat box. We're going to stick around for a bit longer. Of course, I'm well aware of the fact that the Manchester, the uh, Liverpool game will be continuing very, very soon. A lot of chaos at the end of that fixture. I thought it was a red card and a handball, by the way. Um, let's go. Paul says Tom Turnhill and I said, you know, this is funny like I said this months ago like I said after the Villarreal game that he should have gone and yet I don't understand people thinking I've only just changed my mind. I've had this Mindset for months. <laughs> I really don't get it. <laughs> it's still strange. People associated me thinking that I'd, I've wanted Arteta to stay at the start of the season and, and beyond. After VRA, I was done. Chat box will tell you, I was done. I was ready to change coaches. Uh, Pramods, thank you for the donation. Tom, no need to apologize. You tried to make sense. We understand, but hope you understand why many people are done with Xhaka. Uh, he has no football in Brain. I think I missed a couple of super chats actually. I need to now jump on to to YouTube, to have a look at those. Hopefully it still comes up. Uh, and I should be able to check the chat box for those. I uh, hope he hasn't got rid of them. I think he has. Sorry, guys, in the chat. On my rant, I completely missed a couple of super chats. Apologies for that. Uh, let me know who you were, and uh, we'll try and read them out again. Um, let's go to Zando, who says, Under our tower, I don't think we would get promoted from the championship. Uh, Eric says, We got absolutely ripped apart. Josh likely never get, of us getting our R. I I doubt we will get our war. Um Richard says you're always sticking up for who, Richards? I want him gone. <laughs> I don't. Know. I've said. I've, I've said I wanted him gone since Meriel. I don't know what you want me to say. I man deep says Arteta leaves the board. I do need a yes man and will never go for Conte. Who do you think is the best possible fit, Conte? Even though I don't think we'd get him, unfortunately. Uh, South London's funnest B says I don't mind Jacka staying. Tom. Uh, If he was part of a squad, um, but we needed an upgrade and it was so obvious for everyone to see from apart from Edu and Arteta. And I said that myself. We needed an upgrade desperately, desperately needed an upgrade. Uh, Mr. Joker, I'm sorry about that, mate. If you throw in your next comment, Joe, I will read it out as long as I can spot it. There's quite a lot of you in it. Uh, Peter says my issue is the defensive organization. There's a lot worse defenders playing for worse teams, but their organization makes them hard to break down. Ours is easy. You're absolutely spot on, mate. Absolutely spot on. Dave said, who would want to manage this lot? I agree with you, mate. Who would want to? Who would want to manage this lot right now? Because, I mean, even Abamian's coming out, a fair play to him, by the way, for doing an interview, coming out and saying the the players play with no pride. What what is that? What is that? Arsenal's footballers not playing with pride now. Kieran Tierney led a group of players over, led them himself whilst others went off and, you know, went and cried down the tunnel for their poor performance. Kieran Tierney took a group of players over and fair play to them to clap the fans that have made the trip up to the Etihad for the game. And like that boy deserves so much more, so much better. He kept running, kept going the entire game, and I really, really genuinely felt bad for the guy. Ian Cubs says, My favourite thing about Arteta when he came in was that he seemed to be possible to grind out a result out of these tough games, mainly because of the player's mentality. That seems to have completely gone. Alex McArthur says, my argument to this rebuild process is that this business is a result dependent. If we're not getting results or performances during this rebuild, then it renders the process absolutely pointless. I agree with you. You have to see progression. I understand the process behind bringing in young players and improving the squad and addressing those key areas, but if you're not playing well, if you're not getting what you need to get from the team, then what on earth are you supposed to show for it? If you're part of any, and anyone who's in a full-time job will know if you are not, if you're not proving your worth, if you're not showing progression, if you're not showing that you're having an impact on the team, on the company, on where you are, you don't keep your job. You, you are moved on and replaced with someone that can get better results because you're not doing a good enough job. And, No matter how many new staplers you buy or computers you upgrade or software you install, if you're not getting the best from it, someone else can do a better job than you. And a company should act. And that is what Arsenal are. Let's be real. Arsenal are a company now. Tom Savol says, thank you so much for the donation, mate. Uh, I had a better chance of scoring with the bar centre at the pub this morning. I think we should have played a 3-5-2 Le Congres there, uh, Jacques. Tom, I'm not sure we played that badly, mate. Um, Zamir says, how on earth did he think two attacking midfielders would track runs made by Man City's midfielders And we leave a natural defensive midfielder who can do that job on the bench. Absolutely baffling. Vashan says, I'm not Arteta in, but getting rid of Arteta won't do anything. I do agree with this point of view to an extent. I do agree that a lot more in the club has to change more than just the manager. But I'm sorry, Vashan. I I think a lot will change. To say it won't do anything, I think is very much underselling what a coach like Conte could do to this Arsenal team. But this, for me, I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything managerial. I'm not seeing anything tactful. I'm not seeing triangles. I'm not seeing movement. I'm not seeing a system. I'm not seeing a style. Other coaches can implement those things without additions of transfers, without investment, without changes going on to the squad. Coaches are capable of doing that. So um, I don't agree with you to say that nothing will change and it won't do anything. Because it will. Because that's how football works. You can get a better tune from players under different coaches. It just isn't working right now. Uh, Iron Cubs Telegraph posted Arsenal's players will be holding crisis talks. They posted uh, the same thing a few years before Emery, Emery got sacked. I mean, I've heard about crisis talks before. Loads of times we've heard crisis talks. Didn't the players have a big bust up in the training ground? Big arguments. Raised voices. Gesticulations. Like, we've heard this before. Nothing's changed. These, like these guys need a leader and it's not coming from the coach and there is no there's rather not enough leaders in that dressing room to change things around christopher smith says they will need they will give him to the north london derby i'd guess hoping they have some feelers out for prospective candidates pepper big says our play starts from the back and both center backs were out it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that they were out it's not an excuse it is not, and it is, and I use that word very lightly, and I really do get irritated when people use the word excuse sometimes in certain scenarios. But a 5 0 defeat and a three at the back with defending like we saw is not an excuse when you don't have Wyatt and Gabriel. Remember that Wyatt got dominated against Brentford, like he didn't have a good game. If we had the white that we saw against Brentford, I know he's a lot better than that. But say we had the white that performed against Brentford in today, I don't think it makes too much difference. Gabriel in the second half of last season really trailed off as well. Really trailed off. And if we had the Gabriel from the second half of last season in today, I don't think too much changes either. So I don't think that is an acceptable reason for what happened today and to keep the system. Because (laughs) we played a fullback at at left centre-back. We played a arguably a half fullback in Chambers at right centre back that that play out from the back that have passing abilities. They're not they're not duds like they're not they're not players that have no ability at all. It's not like the the difference between Chambers and White is absolutely astronomical. The difference between kind of, like between Holding and Gabriel is not astronomical. It's not that it's not five goals difference. We still lose this game because we can't score. It's not about the defence necessarily why we're where we are. <laughs> we, we have a chance of scoring. We've conceded nine goals and scored zero against Brentford, Chelsea and City. <laughs> to, to highlight the, the lack of a centre-back across those games, I'm sorry, is not a good enough reason for why we are where we are. James T says, it's his system and tactics that are the problem, not the players. Ojo says, sacking Edu is more important than sacking Arteta. He spent most of our budget on sausages, (laughs) so we are getting grilled on the pitch. Ah, Ojo coming in with the similes there. Um, Look, you sack Edu, it changes nothing in regards to what's happening on the pitch, mate. I understand that it might change things in regards to who we're signing, but arguably this window has been better than previous windows. Uh, we needed to sign the players that we've signed. We just haven't signed all the players that we needed to sign. And I think the players that we've got are a lot better. The sum of the parts that we have is a lot better than what is showing. Edu is secondary to me. Like Ed, he's doing okay. He's not doing great. And I think he's missed out on two key signings this summer. And if it was if we had the option of getting someone in better, of course I would take that. But I'm sorry, he is not the guy picking the team coaching the players and that is the key issue for me right now is that we have a potential lineup and let me run this through you we have a potential lineup if everyone's a fit of Leno let's say I mean right back is the dodgy situation is it but let's say we have a potential lineup of Leno one of Bellerin, Chambers, Cedric or Maitland-Niles take your pick. Ben White, Gabriel, Tierney, Laconga and Partey Erdegar, Smith Rowe, Bakayasaka, and Pierre Eric That's a decent, that's a very decent 11 of players, in my opinion. But I don't think, given that to Arteta, he would still get much of a tune or a top six, maybe higher finish out of them. But I do think, based on just evidence that we are seeing week in, week out, that another coach would get that for me. Also, I'm going to highlight this. Meza Ozil, take a good damn look at yourself and sort your life out. Really tweeting that out. What is that? What is that? That's embarrassing. I mean, I think Jared summed it up better. I'm going to give Jared a shout out here. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Meza Ozil thought it'd be funny to tweet out, trust the process uh, with a sad face and a broken heart emoji. Um, Let me find Jared's response because it summed it up perfectly for me. Jared, who is a a beloved member of ours and regular guest, says our effort today was reminiscent of the effort he gave in his last two seasons at Arsenal. That's perfect. Absolutely perfect. As if he has any, any leg to stand on. I mean, what, did he score his first goal for Fenerbahce the other day? Look, I appreciate Ozil for the things that he brought in the first. I defended the guy a lot. But what is that? What is that? <laughs> What, what is that Unbe- unbelievable levels of just yeah words i'd rather not use neil cooper says we're clueless and are completely unrecognizable to what we once were there are so many things that need fixing that says i've taken a lot of arsenal losses because they are lost with purpose but today's loss was a tough one to take because there is no heart fight or purpose in the match michelle i'm not blaming Urzil. I've just sat here for twenty-two minutes and explained all of the reasons why we lost. Explain and like look, this goes to show you that I will not differentiate between the opinions of my members and the opinions of anyone else in the chat because I disagree with you, Vishal, massively. I've sat here for twenty two minutes breaking down why we lost, putting the blame on Arteta, explaining why we lost, explaining analytically why we did not pick up what we needed today. If I make one comment about Meza Ozil's tweet, it does not mean I am blaming Mesut Ozil. Seriously. S- seriously. Taylor says, honestly, if Arteta won against Brentford and still lost to Man City and Chelsea, uh, then I would argue Arteta in. But three losses and zero goals. Conte in. Um... Let's not spam the chat, please, guys. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Rahil says, I was drinking liquor after seeing Arsenal went 4-0 down. Let's scroll up a little bit more. Vignesh says, uh, Pep praised Arteta on every post-match conference except that FA Cup loss. That guy is an egotistical and lying sociopath. Don't take his words. Vignesh, that is very harsh. Um, I just think he's backing up his mate, to be honest. That's, that's all I think it is. I don't think it's sociopathic tendencies at all, uh, Alex says KSC oversaw an inexperienced coach win trophies for one of their franchises. That's the reason they chose this route. However, this doesn't work in football. KSC are clueless. Iron Cubsers, I don't think we should necessarily be blaming Edu. Arteta wanted Erdogan, so we got Erdogan. Arteta wanted White, so we got White. Arteta wanted Ramsdale, so we got Ramsdale. It's an excellent point. Edu is putting into plan things that he and Arteta have discussed together. Uh, deep says do you see us panic buying basuma and a right back to be honest no no i don't see that happening i think arsenal will struggle in the latter stages of the window to do anything uh, let's go to <laughs> say, I'm sorry. I missed your super chat. Did you, I'm sorry. I didn't, nothing came up for me, mate. I'm... I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. You put in the next one. I'll read out. Uh, Vishal says, as in just a normal comment, not a, not a super chat. Forgot to tag the comment out. It wasn't for us. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> sorry, Vishal. I, I went in on you there. Uh, Matt Thornton says, uh, what do you think about Arteta? looking stupid not keeping Saliba mad giving him a chance I'm not saying he would have made that much difference but he can't do any worse look I agree that I don't think Saliba could do any worse than what we've got I still would have sent him out on loan because I don't think Arteta would have picked him I don't think Arteta picks him over any of the players if he's starting Kolasinac right now what hope does Saliba have of getting into this team what hope is there for that it, there's nothing so I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have begrudged the idea of sending Saliba out alone because I don't think he's going to get played under this manager. And I'd rather, if I, if Arteta's going to get sacked this season, I'd rather Saliba got a year away playing week in, week out, come back for the new coach and prove himself to him. That's what I'd rather takes place. Uh, Sam says players who may have wanted to join before the start of the season will be second. Absolutely. Do you remember the links to Bernardo Silva? Bernardo Silva reportedly pretty much laughed off the idea of moving to Arsenal. And who can blame him? Machiavelli says, Tom, what do you think of Arteta's tactics today with that lump? I have absolutely no idea, mate. Honestly, I I cannot work out why playing Xhaka as a lone six against Man City and Kolasinac, who shouldn't be a left-back, let alone a left centre-back. I can't work it out. It makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, Alex says, I'm worried about our kids will want out at the end of the season if this continues. I and mean, who can blame them? Tom says, i t- not picking Saliba over Kalasinat Says it all. I don't disagree with that observation. TP says, honestly, think Ramsdale would have done better in some situations where Leno crumbled. Look, we can all say about goalkeepers, I thought Leno against Chelsea did pretty much everything that he could. And he made an amazing save against Lukaku. I don't think Ramsdale changes the result today, to be honest. Uh, Rashan says, Tom, let's say that you are the board right now. What changes would you make? Arteta, out Conte, in, bring in a right back, bring in a centre midfielder, spend some bloody money. Um, and I know we've spent it. <laughs> spent some more because we need it. Raheel says, uh, I think it's the best time for Arsenal to replace Arteta during the international break. I don't want Conte, but who else is there? Uh, Thabo says, Arteta is breaking all sorts of records since he's been in charge of Arsenal. Hopefully, if he stays... He'll start breaking the right kind of records. I doubt it, mate. I very much doubt it. Uh, Tony, Arteta wanted a win, but he never got that. (laughs) It's an understatement of the year, Tony. Um, Let's see. Harvey says, we need to spend it on starting players. Exactly. That's what we need, and we're not going to get it. Answers, I believe Arteta's tactics are in his head, and he has no idea how to exit. I have no doubt that Arteta's thought process to get us what we need is there. But I have absolute no confidence in him being able to get it onto the pitch. It's it's as simple as that. Um, Kofi says, uh, Conte is a serial winner who doesn't want a winner at WTF. Look, I don't know who would not want Conte right now. I, I can't understand the mindset to not want someone like Conte. Um, someone who genuinely gets the best out of every single team he goes to. I don't know why you wouldn't be up for that. Everyone talks about style of play. Look, we've got no style of play. We have no style of play right now. Conte has a style of play. And I'm pretty sure he didn't win the Serie A with Inter Milan playing 10 at the back, playing defensive football. No, he didn't win it like that. So let's be real about his achievements and what he's done. Uh, he didn't win the Premier League with Chelsea playing defensive. Can you really win a league playing defensive football? I don't think so. Because I'm pretty sure relegation teams try to get out of the relegation scrap playing defensive football which looks like what we are trying to do now that is probably going to wrap things up thank you so much guys for tuning in really appreciate your time uh, apologies it's been a bit ranty i think you can understand the reasons as to why i'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m for the latest arsenal transfer show as we round down to the final days of the window, in fact, tomorrow it'll be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I actually won't be able to do a live show at 8am on transfer deadline day, believe it or not, because I will be doing, uh, I'm doing a six till six shift uh, over at Football London. So uh, there'll be a show in the evening and I might put a show out late on Monday evening. But uh, yeah, uh, it could be tricky to do that. We'll see what happens. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow morning though. Promise. Yeah. Um, just, keep, just honestly spend your evening doing something else this week international break is now look do something else of your life separate yourself from arsenal other than watching this show obviously um but just yeah detox really have just have and enjoy some other things in your life other than football because it's important that you do it really really is but absolute pleasure i'll see you very very soon and as always up the Arsenal. <laughs>